and they were called C's. C's? Yeah, like CJ's. Oh, uh, did you see when Bart saved my favorite one for me? I, I didn't know you had a favorite chocolate. It was just the favorite one in that box. It's the one with all the nuts in it that's all caramelly. Mm, so you're telling me that you like gooey nuts. <laughs> it's Christmas. Are you allowed to say gooey nuts? <laughs> They're roasting on an open fire. 100%. <laughs> For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one movie at a time. I am here, as always, with the stuffing to my stocking, Mr. CJ LaRoche. <laughs> I regret that instantaneously. CJ, how are you doing? Yeah. Was- I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to stuff you full oh. of knowledge <laughs> and insight uh, into the film this week. Um, first of all, happy Christmas Eve, everyone. Happy Christmas Eve. Happy holiday to everyone else. Uh, whatever you're celebrating today is uh, a day where you get, at least you get a half day from work, right? So if you, if you want to be like truly, truly, you know, non-denominational about it, happy half day from work, everybody. Um, unless you work for Scrooge, then you're not getting a half day. It's a miser. You are clocking out at six o'clock, like it or not. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm in uh, Alberta, Canada with my girlfriend, Vancouver. Oh, wait. No, sorry. <laughs> I'm in Vancouver with my girlfriend, Alberta. Uh, I'm good. There's snow on the ground. I'm going to have a white Christmas, which is exciting. And uh, I got to watch something yesterday <laughs> that we're going <laughs> to talk about <laughs> <today>. <laughs> Woo! Holy uh- cow. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell the people what doozy we're talking about today? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I just I just want to maybe like make this episode about like my favorite baked goods. I know. And, you know, to talk about recipes. Um, <laughs> Fudge. Wow. So the word the word bad in the title has never been more apropos as <laughs> bad Santa too. You guys. yeah it's 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 as bad as forgetting to bring your microphone it's yeah you don't sound bad though i hope not yeah i do want to also we should apologize in our excitement last week for being in the same room recording together uh all of the echoes oh yeah just want to take a moment to apologize to everybody for that yeah, that was just because we were sitting on a small kitchen table, but I think it was worth it for the for the for the memory. The audio production oh was God. not the audio. It was Absolutely. sort of it was sort of our first eight episodes level audio production, but like we got there. Actually, no, <laughs> no, because if you remember, there's a whole hour of Zack Snyder's Justice League where my mic is off and you're just hearing me in my laptop mic, and it's really bad. So we've definitely done way worse than last week. That's true. Yeah. But uh, that's very true. Yes. But our apologies, our apologies. It was, it was nice. The the energy in the room was palpable. We wish you were there. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, This movie, Bad Santa 2 is, uh, it's rough. (laughs) It's rough. And I think that um, I do want to give the the filmmaker credit um, for a little bit of symbolism right there in the beginning. 
right? When he's talking about, I had a friend once, uh, I had the closest thing I ever had to a girlfriend. Uh, and he has the picture of them in the hospital mm-hmm. of, you know, Willie Thurman um, and Sue. And then he immediately throws it down and takes a piss on it. It's kind of and what I this movie that, did. Yeah. That's kind of what this movie does, you know, right, right from the jump. I mean, he's, he's awful, right? Uh, there is like a nice little bait and switch where he's driving down the road in the car and he's dressed nicely. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking to yourself, Oh, Willie, like, look at you, man. You, you did it. You did it. But then they immediately crashes into the valet. Yeah. Cause he was looking at a woman breastfeeding cause he's trash. He was watching a woman breastfeeding. He's learned nothing. He's, he's not grown at all. No, um, no. And for I, me, that's insulting. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because, because he took, at the end of the last film, you're filled with a little bit of hope. Yeah, that he kind of learned something. But we kind of start him back at zero for this movie, you're right? Less than zero. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, that's annoying and irritating. And so right, right away, I'm, I'm irritated. Right? Like, right off the bat, I'm pissed that he sucks again. Yeah. You know? Um, and then here comes Brett Kelly as Thurman Merman. What are your thoughts? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> this man is not an actor. <laughs> no, and uh, no, no, no. And it there's a tone from the first movie, and you were so right in thinking about the first movie more. Like you said, it was so it was so clearly ghost written by the Coen Brothers. It uh, it absolutely was. That tone is absolute Coen Brothers. Yep. Um. Yep. Yep. Annoying and uh, excuse me, offensive. Uh, makes you fit, makes you think like in, it, like puts you in other people's shoes. Yeah, yeah, and it's right? like, but it's but like has a message, has a message, and it's kind of flat. Like it just kind of lives in this like sort of one line of offensive and funny and like yep. kind of kind of like uh, kind of gross out humor, you right. know. And I think this this movie tried to do that, but this movie just just put in vulgar, scandalous things. It was just random. It was way more vulgar, way less fun because like you couldn't imagine these people were the weird cartoony people from the first movie they were just bad yeah. no they're just bad but here's the thing it's and, and and this is another like there's so many insults in this film you whereas in the first movie like you said last week man there were stretches where i was just laughing yeah you know i wasn't like laugh crying but i was just like laughing consistently you know moving through the piece you know, you know, those friends you have. Okay. So like you have some friends who are like super funny and super racy and super like living on the edge of inappropriate me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have your racist uncle. Yes. Who's not funny. Who's just who's saying just, some crazy scandalous shit. Who's just offensive and like needs to be checked. Bad Santa too needs to be checked. What's happening? You get a phone call? You get a FaceTime? What's going on? Yeah, I'm getting a FaceTime. <laughs> Amateur. How many episodes is this? You don't know how to turn off your FaceTime? I just didn't turn off my volume on my laptop. CJ, it's Christmas. Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway. Unbelievable. All right. So Brett Kelly, not an actor, right? One of our listeners texted me, you know, they cast him on purpose in the first film because he's not an actor. Yeah. Yes. Brett, absolutely correct. So here he comes again. 
he's back. What 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 are your thoughts? I, still not an actor, less of an actor than he was before, and still and, not an actor, Andrew. And I think like this is again where where we 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 bleed from CJ to the racist uncle. <laughs> They're taking the fact that this kid is on the spectrum, and I don't know if Brett Kelly himself is you know on the spectrum or not. But they definitely but, wrote that into the movie. They wrote it into the movie, and they didn't do it for comedy. They did it to make fun of him. Yeah, they did it because it's mean. And then they did it because it's mean. They did it because it's mean. And the thing is, here's the other thing: the kid was he was silly and like dopey and simple. You know what I mean? Like, and it, but he was a cute like little kid, and it was such a, another weird cartoony moment about this movie. Yeah. You know, there that the first one was so heightened. You know. Right. It, it was a little bit ridiculous in this. Why is he, I, I, I love the beat of him working at a sandwich shop. I think that's hysterical. 100%. So funny, there's, there's so many small successes, but there's no payoff, but then it's like, so, but why is he wearing his, uh, happy Howie's hungry? It's, it's supposed to be hungry Howie's, but like, why is he wearing his uniform and his sandwich making gloves in Chicago? He's not an idiot. He's like, not totally. No, and he, and he proved in the first movie that he's not totally dumb. That's right. And so then it's kind of a course correct to still make him act like an eight-year-old, even though he's 21. That's right. Yeah. Like the whole, and the whole thing about his virginity, like, I was like, that, this is very inappropriate. Like, I thought you were going to pop my cherry. Like, ugh. Yeah. No, and again, it's, I, th- I think Cringe. it's... it's it, the, the thing with the gloves, right? Like you can just imagine <laughs> the person that is always trying to be so funny being like, oh, I brought with my gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't I funny guys? It's like, yeah. no, you're not funny. You're not funny. This is, this is amateur hour. Yeah. It was dumb. D- lots of dumb jokes. Yeah, uh, I do. I do love the fact that he went to Chicago. Yeah. Right. I do love the fact that he's like chosen Willie as his family. Yeah. I, I think that there's so there's a missed opportunity Right, in, right from the jump, there's a missed opportunity to maybe make Willie having taken a step forward in his life. Perhaps. Right? And, and then a tragedy or a misfortune befalls him and, and he him has back to down. fall back into the life. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, and, and what's funny is like, I wanted to laugh, but like, like he knows his oven is electric. You know what he I mean? He knows it's electric. I was like, I laughed at it. I was like, he's just not that dumb. Like, that's a stupid no. joke. That's a bad no. joke. And again, on a podcast where we deal in universes, we have to always take into account the first movie. Yeah. It's just these people are not the same people. And they've kind of cherry picked what we thought was funny about the first one. Put them uh-huh. into a similar situation. Yeah. Um, I, I, the, the lack of scruples that go into robbing a charity destroy me. I was like, oh, wow, we're going to rob a charity. And like, oh, but the guy's a douchebag and he takes the cut off the top. That's still fucked up, but we never sort of address that. Yeah. You're not taking his cut. You're taking it all. You're taking it all. Yeah. That's that's a mess. Um, Kathy Bates, underutilized Kathy Bates oh, should be punishable by law. Like what the misuse a of Kathy Bates. How and, could and, you? And every, she elevated every moment when she takes off her nice old lady drag and you see all the tattoos. 
That's an amazing. So you get amazing sequence. I would, I kept getting excited to be like, Oh, this is going to be fun. Like she's like a con artist too, but she's gross and disgusting. Say is gross and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like I did the double triple cross. The, the caper made no sense. There's a whole plot point in the first movie about him slowing down with the safe cracking, but he's still fine. It's been 13 years, but he's still good at it. He's got it. Yeah. He's totally, he's totally great at it. Yeah. That's weird because he weird. hasn't been doing it. Isn't nope. that a thing you have to practice? I would think. Yeah. Especially because safes might have taken a step forward in the also, past year, 13 years. Also, Kathy Bates said she had a touch of the Parkinson's. I, they, what is that? Nobody, that nobody, nobody researched what Parkinson's disease is. Like no, she had, no. she had a, she had a cold. She had a fucking yeah. cough. Like, well, here's the here's the thing too, Andrew. Like, the, you look at like the brilliant offensive comedies, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, right. Totally offensive, totally uncomfortable, hilariously funny. The juxtaposition that we can have here. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly, but I don't know if you ever saw the Good Hodgkins episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> I did not. Where Larry and and Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Uh, Jeff's been canceled. I don't know if you heard that. Um, Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland has yeah. been canceled. Yeah. yeah. Toxic work environment. Listen, and wait, and we can we can pause for this. Here's the thing. I I I don't understand. I get so angry. You guys, we can't be trash at work. <laughs> we should have never been trash at work. We've spent right. a we've spent a few plus years now learning that you cannot be trash at work. Why are you still getting fired for being trash at work? Yeah, no. Stop and here's being the trash thing. at work. Yeah, in the entertainment industry, like a lot of people were trash at work for a long time. A long, long time. Like, yeah. Once it came out that, like, hey guys, you shouldn't be trash at work. You got to, you got to, you got to figure out how to, you know, turn quickly. Yeah. You got to just start behaving at work. Oh yeah. Right. Because Absolutely. now things things are inappropriate now. Oh, and and things we all were inappropriate then, but everything we just let like everybody let it slide. Everybody let it slide. Yeah, it was the industry. It was the industry. We all yeah. knew. Oh, this is we're just not- the industry. We're not allowing it anymore. And and yeah. and and we're collectively not allowing it anymore. And I love that. And you know what? And it's funny because you work with these people and they'll be like, oh, well, I'm an old dog. I can't learn anything new. And you're getting fired. That's what, that's what happens. Yeah. So you, you got to learn. Yeah. So anyway, Jeff, I digress. Sorry, sorry, bud. But anyway, this Jeff and Larry are talking about, oh, no, I think he has the good Hodgkins. <laughs> right? There can't so possibly any, be anything good. <laughs> It's the good Hodgkins, <laughs> yeah. but the way that they set it up, the way that they pay it off has been earned Yeah, by quality script writing, yeah, right? the script by quality is... character development. When she says she has the touch of the Parkinson's, we're just like... What does that even mean? Yeah. Don't you just say that? You don't have that. You have a cold. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever is happening. Yeah, right? like you're not, you haven't earned our sympathy yet. You haven't yeah. earned the fact that this could be funny because we like you, yeah. but we don't like you because you're just totally despicable. Oh, and we horrible. haven't spent enough time with you to like the fact that you're despicable. No, that's like her sixth line. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. It's bad. Also, um, and and me, I, I'm not afraid of a naughty word, but um, I, I found myself like sort of like blushing at some of the words that they use in this movie. I was like, oh, and it's, it's and I had to, I got to the end of the movie and I was like, you know what? It's not because of the words. It's 
it's the way the words are set up. You're just saying dirty words and I'm cringy. I'm uncomfortable. But if you create a script where this is how these characters talk and they say these things and they're offensive and we're trying to make you uncomfortable. And I can feel safe as a viewer knowing that the writer's taking me on some sort of journey that will add up in some way. Yeah. But no, they they just like they threw the p word a lot in this movie. They threw that word ar- oh, yeah. around a lot, and I was just like, it, the first time I was like, ah, you said the p word, and then like the fifteenth time I was like, you're just saying that word. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, you're just saying it. Yeah. No, and I mean, and how about the exchange in the diner with Willie and uh, Marcus about they used to sterilize you people? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean. If I was Marcus, I would have jumped across the table and shoved my fork in his eye. Yeah. He's way more racist in this movie. He's way more racist. Yeah. It's not it's not quality writing, man. No, like, they it, just made them writing trash sucks. people. Yeah. The writing sucks. And it's unfortunate. Again, so we've got another missed opportunity here. You have brilliant comedians in this film. Yeah. Two, two of whom, Tony Cox and Billy Bob Thornton, have, have proven to you that they can rise above really trashy comedy and deliver it as long as the writing is solid. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you just wanted to fucking throw puke and vomit and, you know, just dirty jokes, nasty things. Yeah. Out of the, out of the movie screen and expect us to what digest it and be okay with it and find it funny because you're just trying to copy what you, what, what came before, but you're doing it poorly. Yeah. I, I absolutely laughed three times in this movie. And if I laughed, it was like, (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, Talk about missed opportunities. Let's talk about Christina Hendricks. Uh, What way to write a promising character and then just completely change them when you run out of use for them. When you run out of use for them. So she's trying to help him. Yeah, legitimately. She's legitimately trying to help him. She confesses she's an alcoholic. I was like, oh, we're actually going to like have some real stakes here. Give him a love interest that like matters to him. He says something very inappropriate to her does not land. She kicks him out of the car. 45 seconds later, you were right. What? Yeah. No, he needed to be right in the moment. Yeah. She needed to be, she needed to be building and building and building. That scene should have been twice as long. Yeah. She earns getting fucking butt rammed in the alley. Butt rammed. Oh my God. Um, and I felt the same way about uh, Gina, the security guard. Jesus Christ. Okay, Such, so right. Let, so and, promising. And, yeah. Uh, well, even the prostitute. What was her name? Opal. Opal. Octavia Spencer. I love that they brought I mean, Octavia Spencer back for that one minute. <laughs> the fucking, the trashing of women in this film. They're, no, it's so bad. It's just abhorrent. You know, you have you have three amazing actors they're so good and they're willing to go down and dirty too they'll tell a dirty joke the three yes. of them are so there for it and they're yes. just not given material that not given the their right talent. material yeah like it, it it's the difference between what's like a really great film that has like some really racy sex okay risky business okay yeah Right when Tom Cruise and Rebecca De Mornay are like tangled up in the fucking curtains. Okay, now to be fair, I was like nine or ten when I first saw that movie. Why was I nine or ten and being allowed to watch that movie? CJ, CJ, you and I are from a generation where uh, <laughs> but they let us watch stuff. 
it's so sexy, right? And so uh, important to the plot. Yeah. Right. But it's delivered in a, in a, in a wonderful way. The sex in this film is just gratuitous. Gross. It's pornography. Yeah. It's gross. And, and these ladies are there for it, right? Like they're, they're say, okay, like I'll participate. And now like, I'll, I'll, I'll collect the paycheck on this one, but yeah. like give them some fucking dignity. There's no dignity for women. No, in, no in dignity. Also, anymore. did I, did I really see him use, Dive bar, bathroom, hand soap. You as, did as lube. You did, and the fact that that woman asked if he was washing his hands. Again, she's not dumb. Yeah, she's like, not dumb. She knows what's happening. She knows yeah. what's about to happen. Yeah, these these women have agency until they don't. Until the script, yeah. I, I use that word very loosely, which calls for them not to. And also, so Gina, she's like. She talks to uh, Tony Cox and she's just like, I am top shelf. You have to treat me. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And they're going to give them a cool dynamic. And yep. then she's like, actually, I'm just not into you. I'm into s- people that look just like the main character of this movie. I was like, what a fucking lame. So you, so you had no way to pay that off. You had an idea, chickened out because movie needs him to her to be attracted to the other character. Yeah. Thereby rendering his participation in the caper non-existent he doesn't do anything for the caper well the thing that really annoys me is you mentioned uh she she describes the main character of the film when she's talking about what her type is she's describing marcus yeah come on if it's not about his height what's it about Mm -hmm. it's so weird it's so weird. And and also one of the Santas slapping her on the ass all of a sudden she heard me like, ooh, she wasn't like that 15 minutes ago. Yeah. She no, it's terrifying. It's it's so weird. Yeah. The depiction of women is insane in this movie. Only yeah. because it's at not only is it insane, it's just not consistent. They start out as normal people. Yeah. And then at a certain point they stop being normal people. Right. And they just become this stereotypical like male perception of what women are or should be or have been for generations. It's it's in the audience, in the audience, madly frustrating. Yeah. In the audience of the Christmas pageant, when they have Thurman awkwardly singing in a soprano voice. He sounds great. He sounds great, though. He sounds Um, really great. Christina Hendricks pulls out her hotel room key. She's like room 50. I was like, who is this for? Like, is this yeah. for me, the audience? Like, she would never do that. She's no. proud of this pageant. She actually just said, look, you, you these donations help give the kids this. Yeah. yeah. And then she has to do something else because movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 terrible. It's it's like it's like getting a back massage and then getting punched in the back of the head right after. It's so weird. Willie didn't check to see if the gun had blanks. Right, his he mother, spent, who he hates, the whole movie and not has trusting never trusted her in his has, whole life, has been planning to cut her out the gun, whole movie. Doesn't check it. Yeah. And how did how did Marcus survive getting shot and then run over? I don't know. You know what? You know how? So that we could see Billy Bob Thornton's balls on his face at the end of the movie. Fuck yeah. off. Fuck off. This is some Rise of Skywalker level anger. It's bad. Yeah. I listened to the Rise of Skywalker episode, so I'm not going to freak out right now and like lose <laughs> my cool. But I want you all to know I'm losing my cool inside. Your freak out in Rise of Skywalker is legendary. 
<laughs> oh my god! Uh, but no, it's it's bad. And the more the more I marinate on it, the more I'm like, I don't I don't understand why it was that bad. And it's it's writing. It goes back to the writing. It's because dude, if it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. No, and they give they give setups, and and then they change their mind and do something else for a cheap payoff. Yep. But there there's a version of this movie. I mean, look at it. Oh, go ahead. There's a there's a version of this movie where Thurman is a 21 year old and really becomes a driving force to helping Willie get his shit together. Because that yes. was kind of established when he was an eight-year-old. That yes. Thurman was letting Willie be Willie because he knew there was a bigger picture at play. You know, there's a version of this where there's actually a relationship cultivated between him and Christina Hendricks' character. There, right. is, there is a version where they turn the caper into bringing down the guy that's embezzling money, which right. I feel like was an idea that got abandoned. Sure. Uh, so it's, it's so funny because you can see the germs. Anytime there's a bright spot of enjoyment in this film it's because there's a germ of a good idea that gets abandoned immediately immediately look at i mean and again we're trying to they're trying to look take what they did in bad santa one which is great Mm. and they try to do it again and it just fails look no further than fuck me santa i know they just tried to recreate that like, if you're going to do it, just do it. When yeah. he says, call me Santa, she should just call him Santa. Yeah. But it doesn't need to, like, happen a couple of times before she does it. Oh, yeah. Here's right? the thing, though. That's not his fetish. That doesn't make sense. No, you're right. We've seen him have right. sex. Well, there is with- a certain, like, I'm trying to recreate what I had with Sue because maybe I'm missing her. Oh, that sounds like an interesting thing to explore. Yeah, let's explore that. But no, yeah. no, gone. Yeah. No. And also the thing is the Christmas tree farm is it's the same beat as the uh, big and tall women's. Yeah. Uh, story. For sure. It's the same exact beat. Like for sure. John Ritter replaced by a family of four. Yeah. We've already seen that. Like it's so, so the, so the things that we like about this movie are things that we saw in the other movie. That's right. <laughs> That's from the first movie. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's, it's sad. It, it made me sad. It's so bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I I will say like ending it at SantaCon, uh, placing the thread earlier when she's looking at the SantaCon brochure, uh, but again, fantastic missed opportunity for some like real SantaCon uh, mistaken identity capers. I feel like I feel like there's uh, I feel like this was a script that was finished and it was retailed to be a bad Santa vehicle. I think this was another Christmas caper movie. And somebody said, it's like Bad Santa. And so they shoehorned in these characters. Um, Mm, That's very interesting. Yeah, because like they don't. It's 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 Tony Cox's character. He has nothing to do in this movie. No, I don't understand why she engaged him to get Willie back in the game. Well, he's there so that we can make fucking awful, awful little person jokes. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, like he wouldn't, he wouldn't stick around. No. <laughs> like, fuck you guys. I'm out. Yeah. There's no reason for him to be there. He doesn't. And, and again, he's a, he's taking video of the stuff and he just stays to make a sex video of the, like, why does he stay to get that footage of him? Why does he stay to get that footage of him? If not to show it to Christina Hendricks character. Yeah. So that there's no payoff there. None. Also, 
and why is your ringer on? They give one line away to explain why his ringer's on. Oh, they wanted to use the P word again. They wanted to use the P word again. It's so dumb. And I was just like, he's a master criminal. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, like, this is somebody, this, this, these people that wrote this film, they had to have been like fucking UCLA screenwriting students, first year grad program. And they had to write this for class. It's and maybe. somebody got a hold of it and they were like, oh, this looks like a bad Santa film. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows fucking Kathy Bates and Billy Bob Thornton. It just, it looks like it was retrofitted because the characters from the first movie have nothing to do in this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, I it was, it, there was a very sweet moment when Thurman sees uh, him and waves at him. Yeah, I should have been crying. Yeah, it just like, it didn't get me there. The threshold, the threshold was not met, and no. that's saying something because I will cry at the drop of a hat in a movie. No, no the the uh, boob security guard that's kind of a stand-in for your John Ritter character has one funny moment when he asks for the dossier and he says nomenclature. <laughs> like that's that's spreading. But again, again, I I feel like one person but wrote that, the title. So that's borrowed from that's borrowed from fucking uh, the Big Lebowski. Oh, is it really? The nomenclature, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 here. oh, my God. I just walked into this one. In The Big Lebowski, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature. Right? Oh, wow, so you yeah. got, you've got an offensive fucking joke that is earned and paid off with that. But in here, they're just like, in an offensive movie, we're going to use something that worked from something else. I felt, you, I felt UCLA like one. UCLA grad program year one. And it was like one person wrote the script with all of the setups and one person came back in and wrote all of the payoffs that don't match. And then another person came back in and just punched it up with some dirty words yeah, and some gross yep. jokes and some gross sex stuff. Yeah. Like the two writers on this, there were two writers on this. They were never in the same room together. They don't. Yeah. They these characters been. don't they do the same. Been. They couldn't have been. And then I don't know. I don't know who created the, the most vile sex scenes I've ever seen. Vile. It's so gross and so stupid. Say, tell me this is dirty. Tell me this is dirty. Well, there's a dumpster and a trash can, so it must be dirty. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible, Andrew. Yeah. There is, I mean, there is one good thing about it, and I'll get to that with what worked, but yeah. Well, maybe we should take a break and like recenter ourselves and go into that later. We should. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your, your chest area, where, where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking, oh, to, I'm talking to people absolutely. on the Instagram, I'm talking to people on the Twitter, and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Yeah, so I think that, Andrew, where can where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen, at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. And we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there, and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on, log in, trip out. <laughs> Back to the show. 
And we're back. We are. This meeting is being recorded. Yes, it is. Thank you, Zoombot. CJ, that was a very delicious break. Uh, I, I answered a work call. I read some emails. Uh, nice. I, I did some things. I milled about the house a bit. How was your break? It was good. It was good. You know, I wasn't um, I wasn't feeling really inspired. Um, but after that first half of you know getting my feelings out, I think that I've I've now prepared and, and readied myself for the second half of this episode. Oh, so good, good, yeah. good. Well, I think yeah. it's important. I and I think feeling inspired. A lot of times we hang ourselves up on waiting to feel inspired when really we need to just cultivate the inspiration among our team. And I, I feel That's like right. we've I feel like we have cultivated our inspiration. There's yep. a lot of energy. And we need no to question. gather gather this energy and focus it into some ephemeral questions. Yeah, I I, tr- I couldn't agree more that um, it's definitely time to answer questions that some have called ephemeral about bad Santa too. Oof, this movie. <laughs> Could really, truly be best described as poo. (laughs) But Andrew, here at Icon or Y-Con, we reserve judgment until we break it up and down and back and side. Ways which we will now do for you. Dudes, we'll see if they were being anything more than fucking rude. Ooh. Was that a Chopin nocturne? <laughs> e flat major, motherfucker. Opus nine, baby. Come on, that was amazing. Yeah. That yeah. was amazing. I mean, the movie uh, starts and ends with it. The first and, one did too. Yeah, so we gotta. We got to give it some credit here. Give yeah. it some props. You know, there's no words in that song. Yeah. So I felt true creative freedom to to fill it like uh, like a stocking, if you will. Yeah, like like you were stuffing. You were the stuffing. Um, <laughs> no, you know, you know, it's funny. I I it, I was very, of course, that piece caught my ear in both movies, and uh, I I have to look because I really like who played it in the second movie better than the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Like the first movie, I gave him notes. Second movie, I was like, that's pretty. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, CJ, so rude. CJ, what worked so about this movie for you? Okay, so the only thing that worked about this movie for me was the movie making, mm-hmm. the structure of the film, where the scenes landed, what was um, supposed to happen in the scenes. They never really like did what they were supposed to do. Um, But if you look at the structure of this film, you know, you can tell that the writers were definitely paying attention in their screenwriting 101 class. Yeah. They never got past that class, unfortunately. Um, But the way that it was set up, the, the, the opening, um, the introduction of the old characters that we know, the introduction of the new characters, how they interact with each other, uh, the scene where he goes and gets his mom cough medicine. It's yeah. a very well-placed scene within the structure of the film. So, like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, for any sports fans out there, when you're when you're in the offseason and you're putting the team together, this team looks really good on paper. You know what I mean? 
I really liked the way that everything was sort of discovered along the way where we discovered that they're robbing from the charity, where we discover that the two of them have chemistry together. You know, the, the, even the ending with the, the triple, double, triple quadruple cross, whatever it was, I was like, yeah, okay, fine. You're not executing it well, but I see what you were trying to do. So I will give them that much credit for the structure of the, the outline the outline. You, that's that's the word. That's the word that I was going to bring up. I'm glad you got yeah. there because I was like, yeah. I was like, it, it's an execution thing. Yeah. Outline is solid. Dialogue solid. is not solid. No, the, the writing sucks. Yeah, it's yeah, trash. yeah. It just it, and none of it like really adds up. Um, no. you know, I mean, at a certain point, he abandons collecting money on the street. That's officially his job there. But at a certain point, we just kind of stopped doing that. Uh, right. It's unclear. They were all at a post together. Uh, then they just separate so he can have that yep. fight with the other Santa. So what is, right. uh, you know, like who, I, the, the whole thing, the whole mission is very unclear. Like, because they, they start to do things that just because movie rather than yep. things that are motivated by a tightly woven plot. Um, I agree with you. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's, and that's all I got. And I really got? had to dig. I really had to dig deep into my, you know, stage manager brain. <laughs> to be like, what? What was good here? Yeah. Um, and all, I mean, you know, the actors are always good. Yeah. These these actors never miss. But well, and, and that was my what worked is the casting. Oh, really? Of it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And no, I, they're so good. They're so good. And like my that Kathy Bates, that Kathy Bates is brilliant. She's always brilliant. My yeah, God. Yeah, she's always what, brilliant. Yeah. How lucky are we? Was Misery her first jam? It was Did the they first, introduce it, her in Misery? It was the first was movie. She... Okay. It was the first movie. She she had made a splash in uh, Frankie and Johnny at the Claire de Lune on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, why, and that's why it, it was the thing. So she did that. She did Misery and then the Frankie and Johnny movie. And they actually asked her about not being cast in the movie. And, you know... Michelle Pfeiffer in that role is weird. It should yeah. be a Kathy Bates type. Like no, no question. Uh, anyway, she's brilliant. Misery was the first thing, and it was so bonkers. She's swinging big, literally. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. She's she's incredible. I mean, she's got like a bunch of. Oh, she was in Dick Tracy. Who was she in Dick Tracy? Why don't I remember in there? I don't know. She's got, a bunch of, she's got a bunch of like movie and TV credits, like St. Elsewhere. Yes. Cagney and Lacey. Like she was, she was around, but I feel like, yeah, misery was her first big swing. Hey! Unintended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, this is a long list, but let's try to focus on one. Okay. What didn't work about this movie for you? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give it like a little bit of a special award. Um, they somehow managed to burn Joan twice. That's Explain. a French history reference. Joan of Arc, <laughs> right? Burnt her at the stake for being useful. Yeah. Christina Hendricks played Joan on Mad Men. Oh. How, how, how dare you do the, what they did to Christina Hendricks in this film? Yeah. That was what really did not sit well with me. What it's, a new, it's a new category. What, what Everything didn't work, right? And then this one just really did not sit well. She is amazing and versatile. Look no further than, uh, what is it, Good Girls on She's NBC. She's hilarious on that show. She's fucking She's hilarious. So good. She, she can play 17 different angles. 
she's obviously very very beautiful uh, she's you know objectively beautiful. pretty yeah she's got she's she's timeless yeah right? like you can put her in Mad Men, you can put her in this thing and she look never she always looks like she fits and belongs um but i just was just so upset <laughs> by the way that they fucking treated her character not even um, underutilized poorly utilized yeah, just just ridiculous. What and a waste. The other thing is they they fucking loop they 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 last Jedi Willie. They did last they, Jedi Willie. They castrated him. They is a character annihilation. So it, wor- yeah, it works. The way that they, it works in the last Jedi though. It makes sense in the last Jedi. But I understand. What, I understand what you're asserting. Anyway, Andrew, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, just the way that like just misuse and, and abuse in this film is, is, is pretty, is, it's pretty unacceptable. Yeah. Up and down, back and sideways. Yeah. So, so that's what I got for that. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your main point? It's vulgar. It's too vulgar. It's vulgar. And and I'm not afraid of a dirty joke. I'm not afraid. Now, we of... did watch the unrated version. We haven't yeah. said that yet. But we yeah, did, we did watch, watch the unrated, unrated version. version. But it, yeah. it's too vulgar. It's, you know, and, it's and, 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 and I'm not afraid of, of a dirty joke. I'm not afraid of something, something crazy or scandalous. It's just like it, it's it has, to, has to add something or, or mean something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't just be gross for gross sake. Yeah. And and that's what I felt this was. I felt like they were, I felt like whenever they got bored with the scene work, because the scene work was boring, they yeah. would punch it up with something gross. Gross. Or just say the P word. <sighs> and it was just weird. Like for and the thing is for me to get offended, for me to be like, yikes, guys, that's like a yeah. lot. <laughs> like that's a that's a very high bar. Yeah, because I can handle it, but I was just like, ew, this or would is would that just, be a low bar? I don't know. High tolerance, low bar. Yeah. I, yeah. Regardless. Yeah, sucked. it was bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I hated about it. Uh, yeah. Stupid question: Does this movie make your desert island top five? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> ah, I know, right? Fucking no. I could. Oh my god. Do you know what? Yeah. I, do you know what? I I I, I want to write to Amazon and get my three ninety nine back. You know what? I say this movie is worse than Halle Berry's Catwoman. Oh, wow. And Halle Berry's Catwoman is bad. Yeah. Yeah, but there again, you have a familiar character that they've just completely annihilated. annihilated. Yeah, destroyed. Yeah, we did, Hi- not, we did not plan that. We just said the same word. Yeah, we did. It's, it's fine. We've been spending a lot of time together. Um, <laughs> Yeah, how do you make a how do you make a, a really empowering female lead movie? Well, make the central focus of the plot beauty cream. <laughs> That's what Catwoman yep. is about. Well done, 1990s. Horrible. Horrible. Or 2000s. Uh Catwoman is 2000s, early, it's early 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. 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 Um damn. Yeah. All right, random bonus question. Yeah. You are the director of this film. How much am I getting paid? Because if if I have to work with this script, it better be 11 zeros. Yeah, you're clearly not getting paid enough. You turn the movie in. The studio is like, we need to send this back for reshoots. What is the first thing you reshoot to fix this film? The whole movie. Okay. You you Joss Whedon it. Just do something different. 70 new pages. 
Yeah, no, what I do, well, what I do is I sort of alluded to it at the beginning of the film or the beginning of the episode here. I, I make Willie, I put him in a better place mm-hmm. at the start. Thurman comes because Willie wants to see him. Yeah. Right? Something bad befalls, something bad befalls Thurman. Yeah. Right? Grandma died. Turns out they were broke. Yeah. Oh, yes. Grandma died. They have no money. He has nothing except this sandwich shop and he needs some kind of something. Right? He needs money for college or he need you know what I mean? He needs something and that's why Willie has to go back and Willie calls Marcus. Willie finds out Marcus got out of jail and has to go to the man who tried to kill him. You know you know what I've just created, Andrew? Stakes? Stakes. <laughs> yeah. There's no fucking stakes in this movie. None. Everybody sucks. And who cares what happens to them? But you took such an amazing step. Well, they didn't, right? It's totally different fucking writing team. Yeah. But the, the writing team before took such amazing steps with this character. Yeah. He learned and something. You, just, you fucking beat him in the face right from the start. You yeah. pushed him down. And, uh, and put him do- in a position where he, we've got a little bit of hope. Take that hope away and then watch what happens then you've got a movie yeah yeah no i love that yeah all we get is a passing reference to that pink elephant yeah when that pink elephant shows up we should be in tears yeah also we saw thurman get on the bus he didn't have the elephant with him did he not no oh my god yeah i was no i was wondering i was like where'd that bag come from i don't remember that bag so stupid so dumb yeah it's bad that's my reshoot which is the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I would reshoot everything involving Christina Hendricks. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I would create a situation where she's actually trying to help him. They cultivate a relationship. She doesn't all of a sudden turn into a sex object randomly. Uh-huh. That keeps coming back for more, like and like instantaneously. It's instantaneous. She, like she you said, forty five seconds passes. Yeah, before this woman who clearly has fucking virtue and clearly has like pride and clearly has she's gone through all the twelve dignity. steps. She's been sober for years. She's in AA, so she's not because of things like she she says that she did terrible sex things. Yeah, when she was an alcoholic. Yeah. So, no fuck off movie yeah it's bad so i would I would reshoot her arc and i would uh make her character matter in a way that like the big final twist is that she hired willie's mom she's known who he was the whole time to get it to get it her husband yeah she's in on the she's in on the she's caper. in on it she's in on it. she knows what he's doing and it makes all of it matter that's brilliant i'm gonna call ucla and make them grant you an honorary degree thank you Listen, I can punch up a film script. Uh, What is your special award? Well, it took everything I had not to give it the Last Jedi Award, but I really worked (laughs) that in earlier. So I feel like that award and everyone that's listening knows um, that that has been – that that is now canon. Um, I give this movie the Buffalo Bills Award. For those of you not familiar – the Buffalo Bills went to four straight Super Bowls in the 1990s. They had one of the best teams ever to go to four straight Super Bowls. They never won. 
the Buffalo Bills will of the 1990s will forever be remembered as a missed opportunity. Uh, there it is. Bad Santa too. You, you, this is, this, it was a missed opportunity. They could have done something so funny, wonderful, powerful, delivered a, a message, may, entertained us. Tony Cox and Billy Bob Thornton and Kathy Bates should never be in a scene that you don't leave howling from. They're all so good. Fucking brilliant performers, brilliant comedians, and you fucking wasted them. You Buffalo build them. Bad Santa too. So well done. put that up on the fucking mantle. You jerks. <laughs> Andrew. All right. So I'm going to tell you a quick story. Uh, my uh, mom used to make a Christmas breakfast buffet for us and all of the kitties. And that was the thing. Cause uh, everybody would do, you know, it, our, my brothers are married. So they would, well, my one brother, what anyway, they would go to the <laughs> other family members. You're talking a lot like Michael Keaton right now. I am <laughs> you're, you're going to the middle of the sentence. They, they would go to their other family members on Christmas Eve and we would all do Christmas morning together. So instead of Christmas dinner the night before, we had started, once the kids were big, we had started doing a big Christmas breakfast buffet that was insane, way too much food, right? Uh, my brother was supposed to bring something. I don't even remember what he forgot to bring, but he forgot to bring something. One item of 68 items of food was missing. And my mother was being, God rest her soul, she's a wonderful woman. She was being very dramatic. <laughs> And she said the phrase, you single-handedly ruined Christmas to my brother. Now, (laughs) (laughs) it was funny. And like, that's the thing. Any sort of emotional volatility, I'm aware that I inherited that from her. She was a very passionate woman, but like that was a ridiculous thing to say. And we That's had to walk hyperbolic. over the edge. Yeah. yeah. We had to walk over the edge. Like, mama, there's so much food. Like, I, I think it was like sausage patties or something. Like, you know, th- he forgot to bring the sausage patties. It was something dumb like that. But yeah. like, he said, so um, we don't even remember what the food item is, but for at least eight years, we have joked every Christmas about Paul single-handedly ruining Christmas. It's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, I think it's hyperbolic, but uh, it comes close that this movie almost ruined my Christmas. It's wow. so, it was so bad. That's two, wow. that's two and a half hours. That's two hours of my Christmas I'll never get back. Yeah, for sure. What a waste of my holiday time off. <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. You're so like, right. Yeah, the, I You're mean, so the, right. the gift is that I get to talk to you about it. But that movie yeah. almost ruined Christmas. Single-handedly. Single-handedly. By existing just by existing on Amazon Prime. <laughs> what a piece of shit. What a piece of garbage. Yeah. 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 I think I know the answer to this question, but it's Oh. It's a let, let's dive in. Uh yeah. is is this movie an icon or a icon? It's neither. Oh. It's a it's Wait, a what it's... the fuck con. <laughs> it's what a What the yeah. fuck? You jerks. Fuck you, Con. Yeah, sucks. I'm never going to watch it again. Yeah, no, 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 no. I want to erase it from my memory. I want Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think this movie is a why did it exist, Con? Yeah. Why Money 13 grab? years Why thirteen years later did yeah. they want no, to come back you, and make You're money? so right, bro. You're so right. Somebody wrote something and... 
it was a Christmas caper. Was like, hey, look, this is bad Santa. Yeah. So you're aware. Oh, let's make it. A, let's retrofit it to be. It, it it screams of like shoehorn some characters from another movie in. Kathy Crap. Bates is not in the same movie as Willie Stoke. Like it's no. no. It's so weird and so thinly drawn. It's boo boo. It's boo boo. Uh, yeah. Alas, you've heard of you've heard of Dunkirk. This yeah. is Dunghill. Oh my god! It is bad. It is bad, and I think it's just a shame, really, because the casting is so good. A oh my good- god! There's fantastic actors in this film. The two security guards, in particular, yeah, are, are wonderful. They're so and they funny. Just, they they just say things and, and castrate themselves and misogynize themselves. It's awful. They act, and the thing is, everybody acts differently when they have to act differently for something to happen. That's right. So the movie can happen. Yeah, everyone, every single character just all of a sudden acts out of character for the plot yep. to go forward, and it's so weird that nobody gave them that note. Really, it's bad. It's bad, yeah. but but we did it. We <laughs> we got through it, we and did. Uh, and it's Christmas. It is Christmas. It's Christmas. And 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 of all the complaints uh, that I have about this movie and all the notes and the problems I have and wah, 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 and all the things I have, uh, I, it's, it's still Christmas. It has been a strange year. 2021 was somehow stranger than 2020 in a lot of ways. But and here we are at the end of it. Stra- yes. Here we are at the end of it. And once again, CJ, you and I are survivors and I'm proud of us. And I'm happy we get to share our holiday times together. 100%. 100%. So next week is New Year's Eve when the episode would normally drop. Do we want to like give people the New Year's Eve off to themselves, make them not have to tune in and come back on the 6th? Like do we want to Let's come back the fresh. 7th? Let's come back fresh the week after New Year's. Let's say let's yeah. all we all deserve a New Year's Eve. Yeah, cuz let's be honest, the 17 they're not they're not tuning in on new year's eve yeah if, no, if i know no. our listeners they're gonna go out and they're gonna fucking get rid of 2021 in the best way possible and so we will we will we will let them have that um we will what's the next universe andrew do you would you like to introduce it or 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 should i tease it you tell me uh i you know it's better when you tease it always okay. better okay so we are we're going back a little bit, a little ways, but then the most recent film in this universe was just released. So it's not, it, and, it, and it stars Keanu Reeves. And everybody's thinking, oh my God, they're doing the Matrix. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> because I think that there's, there's something more important that we need to tackle, something that needs needs examining and, and needs to be uh reawakened um it is a most excellent universe bill and ted's we're going in yeah man underrated underrated and it's it's so i think it's so timely that the third one came out during quarantine when we started this whole thing so oh yeah oh yeah it's been on my wish list of, of universes we tackle for a long time i'm glad we're finally getting around to it yeah we can't wait and like folks who don't know i'm a huge history buff so get ready for like a lot of dumb facts and a lot of useless knowledge. I'm going to be pouring it on you on January 7th, 2022. Woo! And you know, it's funny. I still, uh, you know, I work in music and every time somebody brings up Beethoven, I still say Beethoven because of that first movie. <laughs> it's so great. It's so great for me. <laughs> it's so great. Miss, Miss Navark. 
It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Navark. So good. (laughs) Oh my God. Ah, Amazing. All right then. Well, for Icon or Wycon, I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. I'm CJ LaRoche, and we'll see you next year. (laughs) 